Esther. Travis. Crazy market. It is a crazy market. You ever seen anything like this? Never. Uh, okay. Yeah, no. <laughs> I was it, searching for another question. Well, no. So, and, and never, uh, I'll been in the industry going close to 30 years now. So, you know, been through some ups and downs in the real estate market, been through uh, the recession, depression, mm -hmm. and all of that kind of stuff. And it's interesting. I've been asked lately, this market is, is crazier than back in 05 to 012 when when you know we saw we saw the reos different different type of crazy yeah that was so busy and just trying to figure out what was going on and trying to make things happen right you this know, one is just kind of crickets correct short sales loan modifications thing you know none of that's going on yeah that was a time of hey you just had to learn how to do your business differently mm -hmm. um but there was business out there to be had. As yes. As a matter of fact, I think there was more business out there to be had prior to, because part of the problem with that whole thing was people didn't understand how to do short sales. Or, or didn't business. want to. Remember that? Or didn't want to, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll work with a buyer, take a listing, but not a short sale. Right. It's like, oh, well, I hope you have another career in mind. Right. <laughs> there was a ton of them, right? I mean, well, it was yeah. all that there was. You had yeah. to do it. Yeah. So now, <clears throat> wow. Um, and... I don't know. I mean, if I'm, I think part of our episodes is, you know, advice and things like that is, is what we're always here for, how we, how we can help the agents. Um, I had a, I had a wonderful coffee this morning with an agent and kudos to you. She gave you props mm. and she went back to an open house that she was at or a broker preview and it was funny. She said, yeah, Travis told me I was at this broker preview and he walked in and I was explaining to him how troubled I was with the market and how this house wasn't selling and how difficult it was. And you had had a conversation with her about this is the best opportunity for you to actually create growth. And, you know, she, you had t you had taken that information that she had given you and you had pivoted and she was talking to me about it today and how that was one of the pivotal moments in her business that she took advantage of the situation to create more growth for her, not right then and there, but prepping for the future. And I feel like that's yeah. where we are right now. In a lot awesome. I think more so than ever. Yeah. I've been thinking about it. You know, it was really over a year ago that everything got a little, it was like, whoa, what's going on here? It was like April, 2022. Mm -hmm. And now we're here in August, nearly September, 2023. And uh, I think dramatic change is coming. Yeah. And I don't know if it's good, bad, and different, uh, but there's just so much, you know, it's kind of like when you have pennies on a table and you smack it and they're just all kind of jumping all over yep. the place. It's kind of how I feel like things are. There's no direction. Right. It's just all up in the air. So something's going to happen. Um, and actually, that's funny. We were going to talk about, you know, kind of some of the unscrupulous maybe things that are going on out there in the market right now. But I wanted to preface it and say, hey, we may be talking about things that don't sound super positive uh, or that there may be a change uh, to the negative coming up or whatever it might be. But that doesn't mean that it's a bad time. Right. You know, we all got to buckle down. Yep. We're all going to have our challenges. But yeah, right back to exactly what I was speaking to with that agent is this is opportunity. Yep. So if you've got staying power, and you got the constitution, the fortitude to go out there and double down, 
man, this is where you, you make up a lot of ground and capture a lot of opportunity. Absolutely. And she's actually having a pretty good <clears throat> year this year. <clears throat> Not her best year ever, but she's having a, you know, she's holding her own. And, and we've had many conversations and signed a lot of checks here with some agents that are doing very well this year. True. Um, yeah. So, you know, that it's, there is business to be had, you know, one of my favorite quotes is always, you know, what is our unfair share? Because that's really what we're after. Of and you know, hopefully everybody understands that. But um, this this is a market where you've got to be innovative. You've got to be a little bit outside of the box. And these are opportunities for you to start doing some things that you you didn't do before. Prep for tomorrow. I, yeah, I go back to what was it? It was like two years ago. We were sitting in front of Gary V. Maybe three I don't remember years, I how long ago. Yeah, that was a couple of years ago. We were sitting in front of Gary V. And he basically bravo, bravo to the real estate agent. And you guys are all out there making plenty of money right now. And guess what? You're gonna all get punched in the nose <laughs> at some we always point. Always do right. And the majority of you are not gonna know or understand how to react to that. And right now, the market's punching a lot of people right in the nose. For and sure. They don't know how to react. You know, we were talking about our episode, and one of our episode today is, you know, don't act wrong. <laughs> you know, don't don't misbehave because that's that's not a good approach to. That's that's not the quick fix or the fix for this particular industry. Yes. I know we're trying to keep this in a positive world, but at the same time. And we're seeing it. What are we seeing? I was just telling you, I had two situations or two episodes here recently of uh, agents out there where they actually were in two escrows. Oh. With the same property. I've been there myself. <laughs> yeah. So I want to preface that part where they, they actually sold the same house twice and, and were in active escrows. And, you know, Sometimes mistakes happen and there's accidents that are out there. But the sad part about this situation was it was evident that they were actively doing that. Yeah, they knew they knew what was going yeah. on. Yeah, and, you know, and, and, you know, basically sold the house in a situation where, hey, maybe I can get more money and put the house back on the market as active. <clears throat> they went, one of these agents went as far as was they were holding open houses again. Um, and soliciting for other sellers, or excuse me, other buyers, and secured another buyer, opened another escrow, without even attempting to. They basically did it behind the back of the of the other escrow. Yeah. And you know, and, and it's it's. So there's the lesson. Yeah, don't don't go and put the property for sale again when it's yeah. not for sale again. That's uh, that's terrible caught it just simply looking at the history of the no like well wait a minute why did this property go from pending back to active again and and what was you know what was happening there but you know it's we know better in a lot of situations and and i also get it I, well i get it but i don't get it we have to remember at the end of the day when we're doing something that is not right it's not just you know well, I didn't do something that was correct, so shame on me. No, 
you've affected a potential buyer. You've affected, in this case, potentially two buyers. You've affected the sellers, <clears throat> you know, our, our reputation within the industry. All of these things start to come into effect of, you know, why why do people not trust us in this business? And, you know, why, why do we have the reputation that we have? And Short-sighted gain and uh, making a difficult situation for your cooperating agent. Right. And all it's going to do is, God forbid, you know, those two agents meet again. Well, the one who got burned this time is going to handle it in a whole different situation. Yep. So you're just hurting yourself. I want to ask you this question. <clears throat> Have you been having conversations with other brokers or anything here recently? A little bit. Okay. Is there or is there not a difference between sometimes we may we have a conversation and hey, this is the issue that's going on and I you know I feel like I'm working with somebody and we're all we're both working towards a solution. Yes. And sometimes I feel like, nope, you're wrong. Before even anything is said, and it's too bad, so bad, and or too bad, so sad, and yeah, and it's unfortunate. And I feel like that part of the industry we are supposed to be cooperating with each other. We are supposed to be, you know, it's supposed to be that environment. And I feel like a lot of that has disappeared here recently too. Big time. And actually I use that as an analogy or as an example uh, when I'm talking to agents, because I talk to a lot of agents mm -hmm. and especially the people who've been in the business and have the tenure. Right. right. So I reach out to them and they're like, really? You're calling me to say thank you? Yeah, absolutely. Wow. I go, yeah. And I'll even say it. I go, you know, it's, I like doing this because it reminds me back when I got in the business. You right. know what? We all knew one another. We communicated with one another. You weren't afraid if I called you right. and said, hey, I know you work that area. I've got something going on. Would yep. you mind providing a little bit of information? Right. Whereas now they'll assume that's what you want. And they'll never pick up the phone. It's, it's like, it's a sad set of affairs. Had a lunch with an agent, <clears throat> wonderful agent yesterday. And she was telling me that one of the one of the top agents in Orange County um, picked up a listing in her her geographic farm, and she said that the agent called her up and asked for a little bit of advice on the pricing because it was a little bit awkward. And she had just she was in the middle of an escrow right then and there and was about to close. And she said when she got the call from this agent, she she was thrown a little back because she just wasn't expecting it. And she said, so I said, well, how'd the conversation go? And she said, it was one of the best conversations ever. I said, you weren't threatened? And she says, no, I wasn't threatened. She, says, she wasn't threatened? No, we can't get them all. And at the end of the day, both agents sat there and they were trying to do what was best for the clients, what was best for the community and best for the industry. And ended up getting together, having lunch, and you know, are, are working on other conversations with regards to, hey, tell me about your business, and, and you know, how did you become one of the number one agents in in Orange County? And when we come from a place of not having that fear, then we then we end up with that win win. Yep, great cooperation. So it it is, but it's too far and too in between, or too far in between everyone. It needs. I feel like that needs to be more on the front end and, and we're not, we're just not seeing it. Yeah. Yeah. But we got to change the subject. I feel like, I feel like I'm being <laughs> all negative. And everything, oh, well, but. I mean, we kind of took it to negative subjects <laughs> and going into, let's see, there are no listings out there. Yep. 
<clears throat> so everybody's hoarding them and yeah. playing games and having secret meetings about secret listings. We're saying that, yes. Um, don't do it. <laughs> um, it's, it, you know, it, it violates the NAR's clear cooperation and um, it's, it's just not a, it's not a good situation. And I, I, I don't know what else to say about that, but we shouldn't be doing that. And if you're participating in that as a, you know, it is shame on an agent if they are putting themselves in a position like <clears> that, where they are, you know, the listing agent on that and they're, they're withholding information from the public and, and, you know, for their own best interest. But I hate to say this, but I'm going to say it anyway. If you're on the flip side and you are the one benefiting from this information as a buyer's agent because you're in and on that secret meeting, you're just as guilty. It takes two to tango. Exactly. So, yeah, usually in a divorce situation, it's not just one party's fault. So, <laughs> just throwing that out there. But in this situation as well, it's it's not usually just one person that's that's doing wrong there. So for sure. And you know, I don't know if you'll ever be able to convince me because there's been so much talk about that with clear cooperation and everything going on with the association of realtors and their lawsuits and everything. It's like, Oh, um, you know, we got to change things and all these people with their little MLS secret MLSs are like, no, this is for the benefit of my client. Correct. You'll never be able to convince me of that. You're, you know, it's, there's nothing but an open market sale. Right. That's going to do the best thing for your clients. Correct. Period. And I, I think people need to understand that we always have to act in the benefit of our client and anything short of that. There are very, very rare occasions where a client says, hey, I don't want this. Mm -hmm. um, it's happened in my career where the client, it's best if we go on the market and be open. No, no, no. The neighbor wants to buy it. Their son's going to move in next door. We can get more money if we, no, no, no. I would still want to do it this way because I just... I don't like people in my house or whatever their case may be. There are rare occasions where the benefit to your client and their best interest is something other than the dollars and the cents being up there near the top. And we have to respect that as well. Mm -hmm. But that's, that's very rare and far in between. I agree much more so than people portend. So what should we be doing in this market? What should we be doing in this market? Yeah. Well, when we went into the last, excuse me, let me, let me rephrase that. <laughs> the last market turmoil we had, uh, I remember a gentleman came to a meeting I was in mm -hmm. and he said, the first thing people do when they're fearful or they're struggling or they just don't know what to do is they stop showing up. Yep. So I'm going to say... What should we be doing right now? Showing up. Don't not show up. That's like the worst thing you can do to yourself. Right. That's meetings. That's working your plan. Now, we always have to adjust things. I'm not saying, hey, if you're spending $1,000 a month and you just can't afford it anymore. Okay. But there's a lot of things you can be doing. Exactly. This <clears throat> reminds me of a conversation we had a few years ago. A little thing called COVID kicked in yeah. and everybody was afraid that the market was going to change and it did change. It was a little bit different, but same advice we were giving back then show up. Now it's even more important. Have more conversations, say hello to more people, you know, touch, touch base or touch in with, or, you know, keep in touch with people and, and have those conversations. 
and just be transparent and genuine in your conversations with them and things will happen. Yep. And things did happen. It's like, oh, people do still need to sell. And oh, people were still interested in selling. And I think that right now, again, it's that same conversation. How am I having more conversations with people and it doesn't have to be with every person that's out there that's thinking of buying or selling. It's just how do I have more conversations in general with people? And the business will come. Yeah, so I was kind of thinking about that before you said it, which is not every conversation turns into a deal. Right. So a lot of agents think it's like, uh, oh, you're in real estate? Yeah, how can I help you? Want me to show you some properties? You ready to list your house? It's like, whoa, let's tap exactly. the brakes a little bit here, you know? You know, you, people want to work with people they like. Right. And this is a relationship-building business. So if these are people you don't know, you know, just chat with them. Right. It can be a real estate conversation, but don't sell them, you know, wait till that moment's right. Well, correct me if I'm wrong. <clears throat> we can have a conversation with any individual about life in general, what's going on and just have a general conversation. They know what we do. They know what you do. If they're thinking of buying or selling during that conversation, we don't have to bring it up. They will bring it up. Correct? Correct. Never fails. Talk to them long enough at some point. Well, hey, I've been, or that they'll lead into it. And if they're not ready right now, they're not doing something. Yeah. They, they might be polite and ask you how the market's doing or what's going on. And you'll know, and that's, that's all you need to do. More of those. Great to see you. Yep. Look forward to touching base again soon. Back to the office, handwritten note. Just keep doing that. Exactly. Exactly. In closing? In closing, unscrupulous agents generally get what they deserve. Be careful. Don't, don't go out there and intentionally do the bad deed. People remember. will affect your business. And when the market tightens, get out there, show up, double down. I love it. Ditto on that name end of that. That hog it all up right there was kind of a long closing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. Like and subscribe. And any questions, comments, drop them down below. We'd love to hear from you.